Rolling in the Mist is a series of fantasy violence, sexual humor, and worst of all, cussing. Viewer discretion is advised. We start on a rooftop. We see bird cages. We see a crate with a single lantern on it. And illuminated by this lantern is a single figure sitting on another crate. Otis sitting there, his one eye closed in deep concentration. We fade to outside the rolling note where a large flock of birds is flitting about from building to building. And we see a look of intelligence in one bird that swiftly changes to another bird, that swiftly goes to another bird, that goes from all corners until eventually it goes to Crackers the parrot, who goes and looks around, sees that they're on a power box, looks around and sees nothing. And we hear, what in the Sam hell is going on? And then we fade to the casino floor. The chaos from earlier when the EMP struck has dissipated. Most of the guards have rounded up the people they could catch that were just grabbing whatever they could and everyone else has already put whatever chips they could grab in the chaos in their pockets. And we see one figure standing in the corner behind the slot machines. Daisy, who puts a single watch inside her dress and when she opens it we see that she has grabbed quite a bit more than the single watch And she looks around and looks at the watch that she just stole, sees the time and goes, It's been too long. (sighs) You know what they say. And still wearing her glittery, ruby, red, high heels, she clicks the heels once, twice. There's no place like home. And the third click, she's gone. And then, the camera pulls from the space where Daisy once was to the office that overlooks the whole casino. And inside that office, we see everyone standing stock still, palms pointed at each other, except for two people. One is Renfield, who is unfortunately burning in the corner. (laughs) And the other is Dahlia, who getting over her shock from this this unexpected guest immediately sees Renfield burning pulls out a fire extinguisher from under her desk and sprays down Renfield and as the foam from the extinguisher takes out the fire that engulfed Renfield's body all that you see of him that isn't covered in this white foam is burnt skin including his face which is just half melted Originally, his smile disturbed you because you could see flashes of too many teeth from behind sinister lips, but now you can see that half the mouth is just melted off, and you can see all these teeth, and there's two rows like shark teeth. But for some reason, even with this grisly sight, the thing that Dahlia and Benny are looking at in pure horror is the seemingly unassuming figure of Mayor Dents. He walks into the office, his immaculate dress shoes, almost soundless on the once unstained red carpet, now ruined by flame and, well, rapid movement. And Mayor Dents walks in between this crowd and to the other corner where Renfield sits. And Mayor Dents goes, Renfield... I must say it is a shame seeing you like this. And Renfield looks up at him with this this look that looks almost alien on him because you've always seen him with this like sinister grin or a, a growling grimace or just a look of plain hungry murder but this is this is a look of reverence. Just awe in the eyes and what's left of his mouth trying desperately to pick up into a smile and you hear Renfield go 
sir. You're, you're not supposed to... You're not supposed to be here. You aren't supposed to know who you... And Mayor Dents goes, shh. It's okay, Remfield. And he gets down on one knee. And he holds his hands out until he places his palms on both sides of Renfield's head, and that look of reverence goes into complete divine awe. And then, Mayor Dent snaps Renfield's neck until he is facing the complete opposite way. <laughs> and Mayor Dent stands back up. You know... <laughs> It was one of my most trusted, I wouldn't say companions, but one of my most trusted staff. He knew who I was, and he turns around and looks at you all. And do you realize how important that is? He knew who I truly was. Not this mayor dense persona that I have that I once called myself. No, he, he knew me by my true name. And people who know that, they either, well, they... I'm sorry to say, but they either got to do what they're told or they have to die. And Renfield, well, I had to put him out of his misery. So, lovely to meet you all uh, in person. He looks at uh, Leo and goes, you're, um, you're Dr. Castello, right? That's right, Mayor. Renfield told me about you. And, uh, I, I do apologize for what happened to your friend. We, I mean, this, this is probably, uh, these words probably fall flat on you, but we did try to give him an out. Looking back, I, I do realize that what I said to your friend, uh, Detective Strange, was it? Uh, when, when I was saying that I was hoping for a world where he wouldn't be needed, I did not mean that so literally, but, well, that's, that's just how it goes, I suppose. And, uh, your... See, um, Eugene Fritz, right? Uh, Eugene is still looking at a at a half melted face, backwards necked <laughs> Redfield on the ground, uh, and he's he's a uh, he he's just staring at that like mouth agape. Well, I I understand that. It this is this is quite the sight that I've walked in on, and he looks at Dahlia. I kind of expected, you know, to walk in on a uh, a game going on, you know, so, uh, like a piece of entertainment that I could watch. I, I kind of figured that uh, you wouldn't fail me too, Dahlia. And Dahlia means like, sugar, I can. I trusted you, Dahlia, to take care of this. And Dahlia goes, I can still take care of this. Dahlia, if you could take care of this by yourself, I would not be here. And then he looks at you. Samuel Payne, correct? Indeed it is. Dahlia told me about you. I actually got to see some of the footage of you making your daring escape. That was, I gotta say, that was entertaining. I didn't appreciate you hitting civilians on your way out, but I suppose desperation calls for desperate measures. I understand. I don't excuse it, but I understand. Glad to know that. So... Where to go from here? And Dahlia pipes up and says, I, I was in the middle of a game. I could see you were in the middle of a game. And then that game abruptly ended. So now we have to change the rules. What did you three come in here for? I stepped forward. I said, where, Mayor? Since you had great dealings with the police department, you know... That Detective Strange and I were after this very specific book that has caused mayhem around Eden City. And we were told that this location might have it, and in which your friend over there, Miss Dahlia, claimed that she had it in her possession. I want to do my right as a citizen of this city to make sure that book and its dark dealings never harm anyone again. And he, he like, he kind of grins a little bit. He's like, you're going after this book just, just to keep it from the wrong hands? No other reason. Just to save this city. I took an oath, Mr. Mayor, 
As a doctor, my job is to make sure that the lifeblood of both my patients, even the city itself, is made sure it's protected. And he gives this like wide, like perfectly aligned <laughs> tooth grin. Like just in practice in front of the mirror. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just this perfectly practiced smile. I do appreciate hearing that. You don't see a lot of that these days. Heroes are hard to come by these days, honestly. True heroes. But like I said, I, I'm striving for a world where we don't need heroes. I'm sure you can understand that, Castillo. Or Leo. But which would you prefer? When I take a look around, <laughs> just seeing the utter display of alphaness that I'm saying this, I said, well, sir, it's whatever you want to call me. Because it's damn sure that you're the one here not to be messed with. A man that shows respect, too. I'd, I'd like to call you Leo. I'd like for us to be a bit more familiar. He takes a breath, just looks kind of like, not defeated, but just like, all right, I'm slowly kind of keeping my balance on this tightrope of a situation. Because I know that I've already extinguished my power of, you know, our offense or my offense ability, then I'm just kind of playing it safe. And let's see. Eugene, what are you here for? Doctor. <laughs> what? You will refer to him as Dr. Leo or Dr. Casteo. He worked very hard for that title. Are you a friend of his? <clears throat> Colleague. Forgive my candor, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Alrighty. But you didn't answer my question. What are you here for? information it's what brings me everywhere i go so you're a man of curiosity so what you just uh you heard about a, a book or you heard about a heist or what what is it you're looking for the book is secondary in my own personal pursuits mr mayor i as i said came for information it is my <clears throat> I am on good authority that this location, this establishment, this uh, proprietor, you and he gestures to um, Miss Elodie, is responsible or culpable in a mass kidnapping uh, uh, scheme that seems to be going underway in the underworld of your city. Not to mention that, and he points to the tapestry, that uh, tapestry happens to be well it belongs to me oh and he turns to dahlia i thought you would purchase this tapestry or or did renfield get it to you as a gift and dahlia turns to him and just like with grit teeth goes renfield did get it for me as a gift from uh i assume the red rider who stole it from me oh well that that's quite unfortunate you came in here for information and a, a tapestry, and that, that's what you risked your life for. Many chips on the table often warrant a, a great gamble of, yes, that's what brought me in here. That's why I'm here. That's what did it. Yes. <laughs> oh, you, you too. You two are fantastic. And uh, you, Mr. Payne. Are your, uh, your intentions just as noble? I'm afraid they're not, Mayor. You see, I was wrong. drops. I was wrong in a greasing game not too long ago. I've just come to collect what was mine, which I already have. <laughs> well, then. I suppose you don't have any other reason to be staying here now, do you? I suppose I do not. And Dahlia just turns to, like, dense with this just, like, look of just complete, like, disbelief. Like, you're not serious, right? He he, he still hasn't finished the game. He He's seen you. And dense turns to her and goes, I can kind of tell what kind of man mm, pain here is, right? That is my name. You're just here for the money. And the more money, the better, right? Obviously. <laughs> You don't really care about greater morals or implications or fighting a good fight or anything like that. I'm just getting by what I do best, Mayor. You say you've already gotten the fortune that you thought was taken from you? 
Yep. I just need old, what was your bodyguard called, Miss Elodie? And Dolly goes, Lenny. Yeah, I'm waiting for Lenny to bring my bag and I'll be on my way. It's short for Leonard. Leonard, got my goods? No, 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 no uh, Lenny's my son. I'm, I'm Benny. That's right. And then uh, Lenny shows up at the door. I brought the stuff. Oh. Uh, Lenny, could you come in and close the door? Y- yes, Mr. Mayor. And he, and he goes and he slowly closes it and just very cautiously, like, this massive, like, beast I'm, of a man okay. i'm imagining he has like yeah. a like a yeah. like a gym bag or like something like bag. that it's, it's a gym bag yeah but like to him it looks like just like a box or like just something small in his hands does he and walk by benny does he walk by benny yeah sure I, I think benny's like by the door okay he nudges him as he walks his path stand up straight that's the man stand up straight uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. and he goes over and he's just like um here you go I, I I put it in between, you know, the mayor and and Payne. Mayor Dense reaches out his hands and grabs the straps of the bag. And he slowly and holds sc- it. like scurries back to his dad. This this is quite a hefty weight for you to lose, Payne. I can see why you're risking your neck for it. Well, thank you. And you say you won this in a game against Dahlia. I did. Fair and square, I might add. He turns to Dahlia. Is this true? And Dahlia looks at him and looks at you, Payne, and then looks back at Mayor Dense and goes. He did win the roll of the dice. And Mayor Dense goes, well, I believe that sells it then. And he just throws this bag. And the thing is, is like, uh, Payne, do you like catch it? Yes. You catch it. And this thing is fucking heavy. Like you almost get like pushed like off your feet. And so, <laughs> and so for Dense to not only like hold this with one hand, but also just like yeah. to throw it with like with the gusto that he did. Speed of velocity. Gives, it gives me an idea of how strong he is. Yes. God damn. Well, Mr. Payne. I'm going to say that uh, by giving you that bag, settle all debts and misgivings you might have with Miss Elodie here. And also, and uh, he reaches into his jacket and just pulls out this, like, just this fucking fat wad of bills and just throws it your way. I'd like to buy your silence as well. You take all that. You head out this door. You forget everything you've seen here. I just kind of look at the two. Miss Elodie, I believe I have my life chip, and I don't need this chip anymore. Dolly is just like glares at you. I just give him this like this like <laughs> shit eating grin. <laughs> and Mayor Dent shakes his head. I, I, I believe you don't have to rub salt into the wound. No, 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 Mayor. I just simply want to return her property. Well, then place it on the table and make your way out. I put the chips kindly on there. Mm-hmm. Mayor. I look forward to re-election. You are one of the finest men I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. Arrivederci. I grab the bag. I just walk on out. I appreciate your vote. Door closes. <laughs> Eugene looks over uh, at at Leo dumbfounded. Like, did this, did that seriously? Did he just, did he just bail? Did he just bail? He just I, bailed, right? I, as I just kept looking at the at the mayor, I look over. I said, now "What did you expect? It was a deals with a deal. He got what he wanted." Eugene, looks, we're gonna find out whether we get what we came here for. Eugene looks down, very disappointed. And Mayor Dense looks at the two. What's up? Do I get any attention for my disloyalty? Oh fuck yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, level it up. Yeah, yeah. But I th- yeah, that's, no, that's just like a pure level up to that theme. Just like fuck you. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, by the way, before I left, I kind of tipped my hat to you guys. And I kind of out. I was so I stroke my hair, but I realized I made myself bald. <laughs> yeah. Dorothy's house falls on you on the way out. <laughs> Mayor Dense looks at the two of you. What? Why the long faces? Did you think a man like that would be your, your comrade? Would watch your back? No, sir, but there is a, a feeling people get when they're put in situations of extreme danger. Whether living on the streets or living the high life. A friend or a person who's with you during the hard time, sir. You build a bit of a bond. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> I understand. I, I truly understand. So... Mr. Payne has left the building. I presume I bought his silence. And, well, if he tries to speak a word of this to anyone, I will hear of it. So, hopefully he doesn't. (laughs) Now that leaves you two. You two have uh, come here for the book. 
That's correct, correct sir. And well, the book and knowledge. And the tapestry. And the tapestry. <laughs> and you know what? Dahlia, why don't you take that tapestry off the wall? And Dahlia's like, you can't be serious. And at, you feel the air in this room grow hot as Mayor Dense shifts his head so fast you can practically hear his next snap. And you guys see Mayor Dense's eyes glow red at as he goes. Mo- oh, sorry. No. I just want to say at that moment, like when I felt heat hotter than I guess what I felt when I used my power, mm-hmm. like I started to have like a cold sweat. And like even that kind of took me by surprise. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it's at this moment you guys like feel that there is something in Mayor Dents. And Mayor Dents goes, Dahlia, get the tapestry. And Dahlia slowly steps, her legs shaking, and then walks over to the tapestry. Takes a breath, composes herself as much as she can, and starts taking it off the wall. Rolls it up and puts it on the table. There. And Mayor Dents slowly shifts his head and the glow from his eyes disappears as he goes, <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. I hope that uh, cures any misgivings you might have with Miss Elodie. Uh, Eugene is also having uh, some goosebumps and cold sweats and shaking hands uh, because he's finally like so close to this thing that he's been yearning for from a a mysteriously deep place um and he doesn't he doesn't answer the mayor he just slowly uh reaches for the tapestry and as your hand reaches for it right before it can touch mayor dens puts his hand right under yours well wait just a moment though you are looking for information as well correct I, yes. I put my hand while he's breathing, like just to kind of calm him. Yeah. Yeah. And as he puts his hand, I say, I stop breathing so heavily. <laughs> as a say, doctor. <laughs> yes, sir. Then let me give you what else you're looking for as well. He takes his hand back and walks over to the bookshelf. And as he does, he thumbs his fingers across the books and then pulls one. And then as it slides back in, the entire shelf slides to the side. And there is this miniature room about four feet high with a pedestal and a single book sitting there. And Leo, you can feel it before you see it. This is the same book that you faced off against in the graveyard what feels like an eternity ago, but was really two weeks. Mayor Dents picks up the book as the shelf slides back into place, and he holds it in his hands and goes, so much trouble over this. Trouble that was worth it, but still so much, so much trouble. And I feel like right now we have the golden opportunity to stop any more bloodshed. Agreed. Because you and me, Mr. Caseo, and I believe you and me as well, Mr. Fritz, I believe we are, we are of civil mindsets. We want what's best for the city. We want what's best for the people around us. And most of all, we want what's best for those who are not with us anymore. I'm, I'm sure you know this, Dr. The greatest tragedy is the fact that you can't save everyone. People die. And as he says that, like, kind of my I, my heart kind of, like, crunches up. And, like, it just, I guess the body just starts to hurt. But I'm still kind of captivated by, not still, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm still captivated by, like, like, I feel like a bunny rabbit in front of, in front of a jaguar. Like, I know the primal survival instincts are saying no, no, no. But I still just... You're right, sir. You can't save everyone. No, you cannot. But what if you could? And I look over to uh, to Eugene. Just a quick look and turn back to him. 
Eugene meet, uh, meets his eyes and looks back. I see I still have your interests. You see, I once accepted death as an inevitability too. And I faced death before and I had people, people who were very close to me die. And it seems like the only answer was to just come to peace with that. That's what everyone told me, but I refused. And in that refusal, I found who I truly was. <laughs> and after I found out who I truly was, I thought the greatest tragedy then was that I could not spread my gift to others. At least I could in a sense, and he looks at uh, Renfield, but only in a limited capacity and in, in, a, in a cursed way. My friends, I have found immortality. And you're looking at it right here. It's, it's lonely, it's hard, but it is a possibility. Well, you see, I have gone by many names in the past. The Dark One, the Impaler. Names made by people who did not understand what I was. But, and he smiles, and it's at that moment you see that two of his teeth are much sharper than they should. It's Vlad. You may call me Mayor Dance, but my true name is Vlad Dracula. I say nothing. <laughs> Eugene, Eugene anxiety vomits. And in the distance, in place. where Sam was like, Eugene has his vomit. <laughs> I feel it in the force. <laughs> yeah, Eugene straight up vomits in place. On his journey. Mayor Dance goes, no, 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 you don't, you don't have to call me that name. I can see how that might be surprising. You can still call me Mayor Dance if that's what makes you comfortable. In fact, I would prefer that in other company. I, well, as he's saying that, I kind of go over to check on him and kind of like, do I still have the role to kind of like just heal him? Yeah, I didn't take a status. Yeah, he didn't take a status. I think oh, you just. Okay, yeah, no, okay. Yeah, just I just, I'm just, yeah. You can pat my back. Yeah, no, I'm just like, geez, like I, I concern and I kind of like pat his back and kind of lift him up again. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I missed the tapestry. <laughs> yeah, the tapestry's on the table. Oh, right. You, you were like, you were like holding it, like, Ugh. yeah, 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 definitely away from the tapestry. <laughs> now, as you can see, I found immortality, and I couldn't spread it. I could spread a corrupted version of it, one that one that made people uh, obsessed with me, one that prolonged their life, but certainly didn't make death an impossibility. Until I found this book. Now, when some woman, man, not, I still don't know what, when some person on a motorcycle drove around and was offering a book that could raise the dead, yeah, it caught my interest. And looking through these chapters, I found the impossible. My friends, I found a way to spread immortality through this city. I found a way to make death a thing of the past and at that moment i'm like my eyes get slightly like big bug-eyed as i'm turning to eugene kind of like almost subconsciously saying oh no this is gonna get bad and as he says he's made death an impossibility something eugene feels something in him he meets your eyes mm -hmm. and sits and like when they like, look of something bad's about to happen yeah. he meets you but he's already shaking his head no He's shaking it no at the tapestry. He's shaking it no at uh, Dahlia and back at the mayor. And, you know, Mayor Densky has a look of concern on his face. And he raises a hand. And he goes, no, no, no. I, I understand. This is a tumultuous change. I'm not a man who enjoys change myself. I believe that the world is changing too fast, that we need to go back to the old ways. But before we can do that, we need to make sure we one big change, making death non-existent. And then the way things are now can be the way that they are for the rest of, well, eternity, if death is no longer a thing. It's unnatural. Well, of course it's unnatural. It's unnatural to, to spew fire from your hand. No. It's, it's unnatural no. to split tables no, with no. your bare fists. No, no, no. It's a, it is no. unnatural to stretch the very forces no. of luck. Wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong, Mr. Mayor. You're wrong. It is true that Dr. Castello and myself possess 
super abilities as well as yourself and Miss Dahlia and Mr. Payne, even. But these abilities, we, we don't know where they came from, but we do know that they have been a part of us our whole lives. What you mean to do is to intervene in the natural order of things. It, 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 it's not right. It's not how the stage was set. But if you forgive my phrasing, it is not, it is not the natural order. Mr. Fritz, have you lost someone important to you? It doesn't have to be recent, but someone who, someone who you thought would be there forever, and then suddenly they are not, and never will be. I don't see, I don't see the relevance that this bears on, on our current. Please, I, I would appreciate it if you answered the question. Yes, of course, I, yes, of course, I, we all have, yes, of course. What if you could get them back? And I don't mean as a as a zombie or a ghoul or, or even a vampire. Well, if you can get who they were back, they could be here like they have always been here. You've had to accept that they're gone, but I could see it in your face that you've never truly accepted that. And you don't have to. It wouldn't be the same. This entire time, Leo is just staring down, listening to every word he's saying. And kind of, if you were to look at his eyes, he would have a moment of complete, like, disbelief. But he understands what he's saying, but at the same time, he can't accept it. Like an internal struggle, that's mm -hmm. the word. Just breathing kind of at a steady pace, but heavily as he's just thinking upon these words, but at the same time, just looking at the chaos that was caused. Is uh, he thinking about the possibilities for himself? Yeah. But, at, but of course, he doesn't really show that because he's looking down right. and he's just like, he looks up to, um, to the mayor. Dr. Castillo, I, I know for a fact you've lost someone important to you. And... It, it is unfortunate but true to say that it was at the hands of my men that he was lost. What if you could get Strange back? What if he could be here, truly living, in a world where he isn't in a race against the clock against death? Or maybe it's not just Strange. And like, it, Mike, his, like his, his left eye kind of like twitches for a second. Just like a quick... But even with that twitch, mm -hmm. Mayor Dense has the lightest saddest grin you've lost someone else too and they could be back too they could all be back and you would never have to lose anyone again dr castello i could put you out of a job in the best way possible every person that you've lost on the table at your hands that would be an impossibility remember every 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 crying face that you've had to tell that their loved one did not make it Remember every one of those faces and then tell me that what I'm striving for isn't the most noblest quest. <laughs> and Eugene, for the first time, I think, in the podcast, starts laughing. <laughs> like, really laughing. And laughing at Mayor Dense. <laughs> <laughs> and Mayor Dance just looks at you and goes, There's something funny there, son. Oh, oh quite the contrary. <laughs> Mr. Mayor. <laughs> oh, quite the contrary. Quite the tragedy, in fact. Dr. Castello, it is uh, my own great personal. Uh, turmoil and fact of life that I have I have dealt with many bullies in my time bullies of all manners shapes sizes creeds and crafts and you mayor dents or should I call you count are 
of the most manipulative sort. You, sir, are the worst kind of bully there is. You get under the skin, down to the core, grip your victims tightly, and wring them to your will like a wet towelette. Dr. Castello, he had Detective Strange killed. And now he's using that and whatever else he knows about your personal past against you and against me. Whatever he knows, he's using it. I know the power of information, believe me. And you, sir, are a bastardization of its utility. I take that in. I turn over to the mayor. Mayor Dent. Whatever you may know of me and my friend here, well, we can only question how much you know of our lives. It is true. As a doctor, especially in the emergency room, you see death at every waking moment. From a child, to an infant, to a young adult, to an old man or an old woman with regrets and anything else. And every single day I see the cloak of death surrounding them. And it is painful, sir. It is painful to lose someone, especially a mentor, as I did. But one thing he taught me, even through the hellish history that we shared, was that we appreciated life as it came, not as how we willed it, not even as the power of gods that we possess. But it is those small moments that we'd never take for granted, even if we did. Even if the painful way of losing a child, a loved one, if we are meant to live forever, then we can never appreciate the subtle sounds of a child crying, the slow movements of the sun, of watching children grow to adults that perhaps, yes, they became what you wanted them, maybe they became completely different. But it is not our place to ever say. In and of itself, sir, we are the guardians of life and death. Believe me, sir, you make a very valid point. And I don't know your life, sir. I wish I did. I wish I had been there. But that, sir, is completely inhuman. Mayor Dunst drops his shoulders and he shakes his head and goes, you, you speak of those small moments of beauty. I, I appreciate those as well. But you, I, I know the two of you look like you have made up your minds, but let me just show you one last thing. One thing I have done to earn the loyalty of Miss Elodie here. And he turns toward Dahlia and goes, Dahlia, it's about time for the performance to start, right? And Dahlia, you see her eyes are actually like watery. Whoa. She's like, yeah. And then you guys see it out the window that overlooks the whole casino. The stage that was being set up. The curtain has been drawn during all of this chaos. And then now the curtain opens and you see a large band that begins playing. It's it, it's it's a beautiful melody. It's it's jumpy. It's it almost has like an island sound to it. And then you see a single figure wearing hair that's bunned up on either side of her head in a gown of the richest silk illuminated by the spotlight like she's the only thing in the world melody herself melody has been a celebrity for quite a long time and the rigor of her life of fame and her performances shown on her face over time but as you all look out the window at her you see that her face is full of more life than you have ever seen it before she she looks so young and so alive as she sings. Dahlia looks out and goes, Maya Dense, Maya Dense saved her life. He made a deal with us that he could cure, cure her aging, bring, bring back her youth. And he did. I'd do anything for my, my sister. 
She reaches for a lamp on her desk. Anything. And she throws the lamp and shatters the window right there. And as it does, you hear the crowd below, you know, shout out from this surprise. You hear the shattering the glass, but now you can hear what was once muted. The pure melody of Melody's voice. Leo, Eugene, I need you to roll take the risk. Because oh. as this voice goes into your mind, you can feel it pulling at it. What the fresh fuck? So, Eugene, what do you have? Uh, what tags can you use to go against oh, Christ. the siren song? Um, She's a siren? Yeah, I'm about to oh, say. Oh, that way so siren. much. I forgot all about that. Otis is Otis was so weird, man. I forgot about that. Um, Huh. Shit. This is all tying together very nicely. Um, well done. Well done. It, really I, well done. I was yeah. so worried I wouldn't get that payoff off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a great... <laughs> That was, that was, this is great. This is great. I love it. I hate it. I love it. Um, okay. Jesus, what do I have that can, um. Think outside the box, man. We're actors. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I just acted the shit out of that monologue. Um, yes. so, oh, no. The, the beautiful all around, if I can just, just do the circle jerk right here. Here we go. Yay. So we got the circle, the guards of good life and death right there. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Great. Um, Samuel loved it. Shit. I don't, um, I'm going to say, uh, Backed into a corner. Yeah, yeah most we're, definitely. We're, we're yeah, still literally back into a corner. Backed into a corner. Um, it's too against a god. Kind of gives me a sense of like, what else can I do but just panic and look left and right with my hands cupped on my ears. Question. In other words, cause adrenaline. Does uh -huh. what does the sirens music do per se to the person? The sirens music puts uh, mytholo mythologically puts them into a complete trance and to the point where they will swim to their deaths in order to get but closer to the, the song. That, they, what's they the lose, state that they go into? Like, it's just, it's pretty much like you said, trance like it's you lose inhibitions, you lose the way of connecting thoughts together. You're just existing with no connections or wiring or electrical impulses going through your brain. I have a good one for the this. song becomes your whole world. Um, so you come obsessed with the song. Yeah. Yes. That you would follow. And that's why they say, you know, sailors would just walk off the ship into the water because they would mm -hmm. want to come near it. I've got three. I'm going to use back into the corner since I already got the okay on that. Okay. I'm going to use feeds off fear because now, and you said she's a, this is reacting off. I'm afraid too, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Great. His fear, Dahlia's fear, because you said that she's like, looks afraid yeah. from him. And he's, Eugene's reacting uh, purely off of her action of like he saw her yeah. reach for the lamp also and Benny like and Lenny. doing something. Yeah, everybody's Benny. afraid in this yeah. room. He's feeding off the fear in this room, reading the room. Yeah, literally. And, Sounds good. Uh, yep. Fear. Uh, feed off fear and doesn't need sleep because this trance is hypnotic, hypnotic sleep wise. So I'm gonna. I never get to use doesn't need sleep. Okay. Also, fair enough. Yeah, I, I like that. Fuck me. Uh. What is it? That's seven. Seven plus three. It's a ten. ten. That's a schmeck. It's ten. ten. Fuck. Eugene, don't play no bitch. <laughs> so, Leo, of um, course, the classic do it, use it. I'm going to use <laughs> Veteran Doctor's Call. Hey. Hey. I feel like this moment was just for that. <laughs> just to legit <laughs> use it. So, I'm going to use Veteran Doctor's Calm. I'm going to use Opportunist to get the fuck out of <laughs> And actually, um, given that I would feel the tension rising and I, because again, I could react it. Well, again, you guys visually didn't see it, but I reacted as like she was going to, you know, throw mm -hmm. something. I thought it was going to be at us. Uh, I do want to activate snake skin mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, kind of protect myself. Like, in other words, mutate my skin in order to, because snakes, they actually can't hear. Hmm. They use their tongue as like a echolocation of sorts. Uh, in order to like mutate my skin into a skin and at the same time keep calm. <laughs> so that's a plus two. Okay. That's gross. I just pictured your ears turning into snake hole ears and then and then closing shut. <laughs> just in like an instant too, like right next to you, Eugene. Yeah, yeah gross. Because I realized I don't have no more fire, so I'm on the defense for now. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's a plus two. That's seven. Nine. That's a seven. Oh, yeah. That's a, okay, yeah. Yeah. I know how to math. I know how to math. He knows <laughs> how to math. Okay. So, Eugene, you got success and like you, you you feel the song going into your head and immediately like you just feel like I honestly think you hear a different voice in your head go. This is no time to be distracted. 
That's accurate. Okay, cool. And Leo, you you hear the song and like there there's a moment where you just it's the most beautiful thing you've ever heard. And then you you try to snap yourself out of it. And like you're you're still just a little dizzy. So I'm gonna give you the stats dizzy one. Dizzy one. I was hoping the voice would be yeah. <laughs> it's like snake goggles. <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> All right, dizzy one. <sighs> and so, you know, both of you are just you you're, you're struggling, but you just manage to like blink it off. And you see Dahlia look at the two of you and just like complete like befuddlement, like you're, you're hearing her song. How? And Mayor Dense goes, you are men of strong wills. It's a shame it's come to this. And with the book, with the book in one hand. He raises his other hand, and you see just claws appear at his fingernails. Adios, mio. (laughs) Yeah, and you can see between his fingers, there's like arcs of this dark purple lightning. Oh, shit. What do you you guys do? At this moment, I I turn around, I look at Eugene, and I'm just like, I we close go, the we book go, and we go, I quit. <laughs> we go, we go for a ride, and I grab him, ah. and I'm going to use um, gale force control, elemental blessing to kind of you know like make my feet lighter, mm-hmm. uh, and Zephyr's children. Uh, to in other words, create like booster uh, feet to literally launch because she just made a hole through the glass, right? Literally grab him and like launch myself towards uh, the crowd or as far away as possible. Okay, I'm going to say no to Zephyr's children because okay. that's specifically like you're summoning Summon- elementals okay, tag, okay. but your other two, yes. Okay. Uh, can I use veteran doctor's call? No. No. Fuck no. Uh, you guys. Hang on, can I see your weaknesses real quick? Uh, yeah. Oh, I think I know what you're going to invoke. You can't do that. That's illegal. Look, there's no fence around. So you can't fuck me. <laughs> We're going to use your weakness tag, fence. <laughs> Were you not there for the whole fence thing? No, I, no. I, I heard the whole yeah, fence. He was, he was I, li- yeah. I listened to it. Yeah, that's Sorry, are you okay. activating one weakness? I'm not activating one of your weaknesses, but remember you do get a minus one from Dizzy. That is true. Yeah, I so. always keep forgetting to add those statuses. Damn. Just a plus one. Oh, Jesus. Ten. That's a ten. Praise the Jesus. Praise the Lord, you got my back. Leo, you grab Eugene and immediately like the wind just bursts out from under your feet. And you just launch the two of you right through this broken window. Right as this energy arcs out from Dense's hand and just arcs right where you guys were just a split second ago. And if I may add, uh, like we jump out, but I kind of want to do that like air walking that I saw in like. If anybody who watches Naruto, like he was like jumping through the air oh, to kind of like to get on the ground. I mm-hmm. thought you were white riding the wind, like the Nimbus clap from Dragon Ball. Oh, like, <laughs> 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 it was like a jump, but I'm like yeah. jumping through the air to kind of get down because I don't want to crash land. <laughs> so there's this beautiful scene where, as uh, Melody is singing, the rest of the crowd is just completely entranced by her singing, and you, Leo, are, while carrying Eugene, are just running across and like you're running down a staircase. You descend toward the front door and then right as you hit the floor, just just completely clean, just shh, you stop and then the front door bursts open and you see two guards there taking out their guns. You look behind you, you see the stairs and you see two other guards coming down with their guns. You you look behind you at the floor, you see two other guards coming at you. You are surrounded. Eugene, you got any good ideas? Yes. Teamwork. Wind me. <laughs> and I grab his head and I cast Elemental Blessing. And I cast the cast. I use my Atmokinesis. We're about to double team wind these guards. Wind me. Wind me. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, dual roll. Let's do this. Dino Buckler. You go straight. I'll go si- si- sideways. Just go straight. Okay. So I'm going to use Weather Manipulation and Elemental Blessing. Can uh, I do that? Mm, yeah. Okay. Atmokinesis. Uh, that's one master of logistics because I'm going by directionally and um, that's all I can use. Plus two. Okay. I'm invoking your impulsive weakness tag. Why impulsive? Wind me. Fine. <laughs> Fine. You've got a point. I love how you just use that again. So you literally just gave yourself the weakness tag. Dude, never has a move sounded so lame. So right now. Wind, wind me. Wind me. Go for it. And Eugene and uh, Leo farts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's plus one. 
Yeah, it's an 11. That's an 11. Leo. So mine, it's going to be uh, weather manipulation to, to up the, the ante of what he's doing. Gale Force control to add a little bit of oomph and elemental blessing to make sure that my win goes with his. Okay. That sounds weird. Uh, plus three. Nine. All right. Yeah, I love that. So the two of you clasp hands and then the spinning formation just let loose this torrent of air. Yeah. And all these guards immediately just get pushed back. They just fly through the air. Some of them land in slots and they crash. Some of them land on a staircase and then fall down to the floor below. Two of the guards bash against the walls. And then I'm using this, by the way, so that it hits none of the patrons and the air is focused. Like okay. target shots against all of kind of like a control little circle mm-hmm. of air. Did the people yeah, in the casino you see this? Sir? Oh, they're entranced looking at the they're, stage. They're right? entranced by Melody. Melody is still singing. What did Melody yeah. look like again? I gave this like beautiful description earlier. Oh, yeah. He, go listen to the episode. Someone yeah. is <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want this to be a wild just for the viewer's imagination, mm. not a wild blast, which I think mm. you didn't say, but yeah. like. Uh, yeah, I'm making sure I'm using him as a conduit for all the f- resource of air and mm-hmm. I'm directing it all. That's a mm-hmm. good one. I'm literally giving you all the air and you're like, you use it. Mm-hmm. And we're going super quick with this, but yeah. I imagine you guys are just like picking the yeah. no collateral damage. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, yep. Hit with all you've got. Yes, mm-hmm. that's okay. So, yeah, all these guards just go flying and immediately the two of you are clasping hands. And then you look up at the balcony and you see Mayor Dench just calmly walking out of the office, just staring at you all. Uh, Jason, you just texted me that you wanted to do something? Yes. So, as all this was going on, I got my car keys back, and I got in the car, started up, (laughs) and I go straight into the fucking casino with this car. Through the front door? Through the wall? Through the front fucking door. cool. Roll, take the risk, my friend. Okay, is that? Okay. So I'm going to use gambling because I'm gambling <laughs> on my life here with that fucking car going Say through that he wall. Isn't. Say I'm it. using opportunist because no one expects the car through the door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to use underworld reputation because I'm pretty sure I just pissed off the fucking. Worst guy I could have gotten mad at. You could also say he's trying to build his underworld reputation. Either way, yeah, that's a good weakness tag. So (laughs) it's a plus one. Cool. Oh, I hope this doesn't bite me in the ass. Five, six. (laughs) Six. So, six failure. He's going to hit us. consider, (laughs) Consider someone's ass bit. So... Eugene and Leo, you just did this heroic thing, blasting all these guards away. Bros forever! (laughs) And then in that shot where you guys have clasped your hands in front of the front door, there is suddenly two headlights. Yeah! And and Samuel driving the car with the biggest grin on his face (laughs) bursts through the front door. And as I'm driving through, you hear Billy Alicia's bad guy playing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play that, but I do love you all that. Know the song. You all know what that sounds like. By the way, the part I hit you is where she goes, duh. <laughs> and uh, Maybe Le- Kevin plays an equivalent. And Leo and Eugene, you guys get hit. <laughs> just, oh, shit. You guys just get pushed back by the car. Take, uh, yeah, hit by a car three. Sounds oh, about God, right here. Man. Hit and run three. <laughs> And uh, Samuel, you drove through this front door, which was, you know, just slightly less wide than the car itself. So this horrendous metal screeching sound as the car just stops. And then you get like to the trunk before it gets stuck. And then Samuel, you're just kind of like sitting in this car that's now stuck in the front door. (laughs) And you look up and you see that you have just run over your two previous compatriots. We were, I, I get up and I'm like, oh, and I look over, I'm like, pain. Howdy, gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> Fuck. And I, and I go over and I kind of grab, I grab Eugene and kind of pick him up. He's like, oh, don't touch me. We gotta go. Yes, we do. Mayor. And Sam- so not seeing you again. And Samuel, you look up and you see Mayor Dents is at the top of the stairs and he is slowly descending down. Back the car up! 
Has he seen him in his full Dracula form? No, I haven't. No. So he's just not oh, no. as mayor. So I'm just like, man, y'all feel looking quite different right now, but I gotta get going. Just wanted to say goodbye one more time. Come and, on, boys, let's go. And Samuel, you see the purple lightning arc in his hand. Oh shit. Well then. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm here to help. And I throw the coin and I create fool's gold to fucking just cause this giant fucking metal coin just title oh metal just coin. to block whatever the hell he's gonna throw at me roll change the game all right i use conduct of avarice selfish return fool's gold and i'm gonna yeah, use buddy. <laughs> no not not opportunist come on this is an opportunity no to no badass. no so it's coming dude no it's, yeah dracula, he, he sees dude. it coming Up dracula yeah. <laughs> that's what we're trying to do yeah theme of the game four five six seven this sucks you thank God. That's dude. the name of the next arc. Fuck <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> you, you throw your coin through the broken windshield <laughs> and it turns into this shower of coins. Uh, how many tags was that? Two? Three. Three? Okay. So uh, you create just a pile of coins, three, that just piles up on the stairway in front of Mayor Dents. And Mayor Dents actually like looks like a little surprised at all of this going on. And in that moment of hesitation, uh, yeah, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. Let's go! Back the car up! Now, how bad am I hurt? Because he had to like, I'm picturing a lot of wincing. Let's go outside, I'll hit you with my car. We'll go from there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, can, can you back the car can up? Back the car? Yeah, you, you throw the car in reverse and it is stuck. Boys, it looks like I'm stuck. Now, Gene! <laughs> Literally, yeah, exactly. Mm. Can I walk? Yeah, you can walk. Okay, great. I, I see that. I'm like, do what you do best. And I and I cast a Primal Blessing on him to literally, like, make him, like, tough again. Roll change again. Uh, Come on, Bravo. I'm trying my best to save you here. <laughs> Gee, thanks. You really put us in the greatest situations. Jesus fuck. That is Holy a, t- oh, a 13, people! Thanks a little for Bravo! Oh, I feel great. <laughs> what was that thing you said earlier today? Fuck is that handout? <laughs> Which one? Alright, so uh so it's a two st- you get a minimum of two juice, and you can also use your juice to choose one of the extra effects. And this was what again? A change of game. Change of game. Uh I am going to get two juice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh and scale up the effect. So I'm going to like healthily roid him the fuck out. Like he, the oxygen level going into your muscles is unbelievable. Your Hulk Hogan. Oh my god. That's what yeah. that's what primal blessing is. It literally enhances your physical ability. Okay. So Eugene, you are like Popeye who just ate a can of spinach. Just... <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm seeing that happen. I'm like, what the fuck did I just do to him? <laughs> and you're coming from. <laughs> your muscles grow and you just feel this just this, this full energy. Uh, so you have the status. Uh, let's see. Roid it up too. <laughs> Roid it up too. So yeah. I get rid of my hit by car. Does that yeah. mean I get hit by car one? Well, that's like a positive thing, right? Yeah, it's a positive thing. It's a positive status, so you can use that on your next roll. So you which like a plus two I can kind of imagine what your next roll is. <laughs> yeah, but yes, it's better than you think. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so he does that. Mm-hmm. The Popeye's arms happen, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming I'm right in front of this car. Yeah. So I go, whoa, and it's like very inundating. Um, and uh, what's another word for exhilarating? Whatever. Um, uh, Juiced up. Yeah, whatever. It's very juicy. <laughs> Juicy. It's very roiding, mm-hmm. which sounds gross. <laughs> very Campbell. Look, we're not my majors. pupils go super dilated. I put my hands on the hood of the it's car. Like crank the movie. That's <laughs> 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 There you go. Uh, my eyes, my pupils get like super small and dilated, or whatever, or big, I guess, dilated. Yeah. And my hands go on the hood of the car. I look over my shoulder at you, at Leo, and say, "Get in the car." I kind of like jump on top of the hood, like ah. Yes. I, I, I <laughs> grab, I grab him, and I'm like, just play. Come on, let's go, boy. You, you pull me through the the cracked front window. <laughs> well, I imagine that whole thing is shattered. No, okay, yeah, then yeah. you pull me. Yeah, I just pull you. Like, Come on. Yeah. So you pull him into the shotgun. Yeah. So you're both in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and then I say, uh, buckle up. Put it in neutral. Put it in neutral, and I'm gonna use this to roid it up. I'm gonna use super strength, backed into a corner, and power absorption from the car's battery to give me even more power. 
my god. Holy fuck, it's like the awesome. ener bu Energizer Bunny. <laughs> yeah, I said put it in neutral, so, uh... What is that, five? Yeah, Two, so that's five. five so far, and, um... Yeah, I, I think you're I think you're good to roll. No, I want he, more. He didn't give me past five. Yeah. <laughs> Can I add Labyrinthian Recall? Because I am planning to drive this shit backwards. Away from this building. No. Down the streets. No, but I appreciate the creativity. Fine. <laughs> He's gonna Fred Flintstones this shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, there's something mm. I want to do at the end. Let's hurry up, folks. Mm. All right. Well, I'm using that plus five to get us far. Any re is is this ruthless? I don't think it's ruthless. No. Okay. Um, mutation. And your your biology is way. Oh, yeah. this is impulsive because this is all adrenaline. Yeah, this is impulsiveness. Okay, I pretty then much, just give I me pretty that much one. shot him with the highest yeah, amount fuck. of adrenaline. Okay, this is plus four. Yeah, okay, go for it. Come on, Snake Eyes. Uh, nope. 11. That's a seven plus four. That's an eleven. Good nice. Enough. So <laughs> come on, Snake Eyes. <laughs> so Eugene, power arcs from the car's engine through the hood and into your muscles as you begin to glow slightly, as your muscles bulge in vain, and you just push this car straight out through the front door to the point where you break the wall around it. <laughs> Oh, and shit. then I put the car back into reverse and hit that fucking gas because you're still gripping it, right? Steer. Okay. And so, Eugene, you push the car out. Sam, you put it into reverse. You guys fucking Tokyo drift out the front door. <laughs> and then as you guys come out into the main street and a single car actually like has to like fucking <laughs> swerve. Like, swerve and honk out of the way, you guys look through the giant hole in the front door you've made and you see Dents jump over this large pile of gold coins and then land right at the front door. I put it in drive. Let's get the fuck out. Hang on, Leah. <laughs> Hang on, Eugene. I hit and the I, gas and I'm like, ah, oh, my arm. <laughs> and I fucking take up and- Is there a hole through the windshield? Yes. Yeah, 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 that's how we so when you hit the <laughs> when you hit the gas, I want you to picture because I'm now like basically deflating like a balloon. <laughs> I, I when you hit the gas, I fly like <laughs> like a pencil <laughs> straight through that hole in the windshield and hit the back seat and, and crumble into a pile. And as I hit that gas and we take off, I stick my hand out. I do this to the mayor. I give him a fuck you. A finger, a finger. And then I call back my coin. Yeah. So you just see the coin go right past and go. And so Does the, the coin hit the mayor on the way out. The, I mean, the, it could we'll if you we'll want. See. The coin, the pile of gold coins, all devolves into a single coin, and it flies past. And the speed of a bullet, it flies toward Mayor Dense's head, and then Dense just shifts his head to the side slightly as the coin <laughs> whips past, Damn. just glaring ahead. Some and, hockey you, shit. and our three, <laughs> and our three heisters. In their now busted up car. Can, can, I, can I tell you what the car looks like? What? It's a Cadillac, and it's all—it's like a hot pink. Beautiful. <laughs> like I robbed. I took it. As, as as we're as like we're hauling ass. I I I can I do I witness like fucking Terminator coming at us? No. He, no. Okay. Yeah. He, then, yeah. He 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 walks out and he you know he looks out, sees his car peeling off into the night. And also, strangely enough, sees a parrot fly out from the alleyway. And, and I yell, like, crackers! <laughs> the car stops, and the pa parrot gets into the car. <laughs> oh, there you are, little buddy! <laughs> what I miss? And it drops. Go, go, go! <laughs> and you <laughs> peel it out of there. And Mayor Dents just stands there and stares. <sighs> this could have been figured out so easily. And as we pan up, we look at the birds up in the sky, and they all just flit about, flying in this circle around the casino. And then we shoot across the city toward a rooftop. And that man sitting there opens his eye and goes, <laughs> I told him we need a man who could break some walls. <laughs> Have a heart attack and die.
I'm JDC053, a confused clone without any pants. Um, I'm James Not a Cop, who is definitely not a cop. I'm Tobias Clutterbuck, a terrible Victorian actor. I'm Action 6 news reporter Chet Cleveland. I'm star of the stage Helen Slaymaker. And I'm Lieutenant Starburst Cheez-It Taco Bell Esquire, the third. And this is Rolling Misadventures, a podcast that's part tabletop real play, part improvised audio drama, and a complete and total fiasco. Join us every two weeks for stories of mayhem, murder, and occasionally a moose. So check out Rolling Misadventures and see how it all goes wrong at rollingmisadventures.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dick beans. <laughs> <laughs>